Gab, I don't want to throw out these cloaks and daggers. Devin, you've got to step into the daylight and let them go. Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Dancing with Our Hands Tied from Reputation. Oh, so good. Such an underrated gem Mm -hmm. of a song. Yes. And today, we are discussing the song Daylight from our favorite lover. Yay! Woo-woo! Daylight is the 18th and final track on Lover. Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019, and this song was written solely by Taylor. Oh, always love seeing that. Mm-hmm. It's solely written by her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Daylight has been played live twice. Once at the Sirius XM Studios in New York, and then the other time was at the City of Lover concert in Paris. She did an acoustic mashup get this, of All Too Well, Red, and Daylight. On the recording, we only get to see the Daylight portion, so there's a live from recording on Amazon Music and on uh, Spotify and whatever that you can listen to, but you can only listen to the Daylight portion because she didn't have the rights to All Too Well and Red. Mm -hmm. They weren't Taylor's version yet. Exactly. So there is a YouTube video of the full thing. The quality isn't that good, but there is the whole 12-minute mashup. So City of Lover, the actual... Video recording of it was released temporarily on mm-hmm. Disney Plus, and it's not there anymore. I didn't realize it was only temporary at the time. Yeah. Sad. We did see it, but it's so crazy that there are songs that she performed as part of that whole concert right. that were cut out. Yeah, because when you look up the set list on setlist.fm, you have all the lover songs mm-hmm. that she could perform, and but then there's also, you know, All Too Well and Red, and I think, like... I knew you were trouble. Yeah. Ugh, so crappy that we can't see that. Yeah. Well, I'm so jealous of the people who are at mm-hmm. the City of Lover concert. Like, the one concert. Where she actually performed lover stuff. <sighs> I mean, we'll she, never get over she it. did do some promo-type performances that were, you know, on different award shows and whatnot, or Good Morning America, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And these songs are so good, and are will be so good live. Yeah. And whatever form she chooses to do that in, we will cherish it. Absolutely. <laughs> but if you were at City of Lover... Please let us know, and I'm very jealous of you. Yeah, and we want to live through you, through that experience. So, like, just write us, like, an entire monologue. Yeah, about it. For us, please. <laughs> beat by beat. We need to know. <laughs> so, Devin, what do you think about Daylight? I absolutely adore this song. Mm-hmm. I have to say, though, it took me a little bit to get there. Yes. When I first listened to the album, this one wasn't a standout. mm Especially, you know, it's 18 songs in. (laughs) It's the final song. Having it be the final song, having it be the 18th track, having to get through a couple of the other ones that aren't necessarily my favorites kind of would stop the album prior to... (laughs) so painful to me. Stab my heart. (laughs) Like, like I think that up through Death by a Thousand Cuts, this album is perfect. Now, though, after having lived with it for two years, a Mm -hmm. little almost two years... I adore it. I love it. It is 
so beautiful and simple and it paints just this incredible picture and when you listen to it you literally think that it's daylight Mm -hmm. like it is a song that sounds like what daylight would sound like yes which I don't know how she was able to do that. The build of it is so wonderful. I think that one of the things that was tough for me to get used to was the like repetition of it and the fact that like the chorus is just daylight, 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 daylight over and over and over again. And so that took like a little bit. But the bridge. I know that I said that Cruel Summer is the best bridge of all time. Mm-hmm. I say I forgot about this bridge when I was talking about Cruel Summer. I don't think that this is the best bridge of all time, but this is an incredible bridge. It's such an amazing bridge. This is wild. Mm-hmm. This is a wild bridge. This might be this might be top five bridges for me because of the call and response. Mm-hmm. And how she's up and then the like trickling down of the melody. Mm-hmm. I love how like, her voice sounds. The thing that is missing for me in the acoustic version is that. Because mm-hmm. on the acoustic, she is singing it all by herself. Mm-hmm. Both the call and response in one line. And it's all down the octave. Mm-hmm. So it's in a speaking voice for her. Mm-hmm. And I really miss the production like, of it. epicness mm-hmm. of the bridge from the recording. And the way it builds, too, I feel oh, like. It's just, yeah. it's so good. And then I once believed love was burning red, but it's golden. One of the best lines ever. Just. Ugh. It's everything. It's, I, a, it's everything. It, it's everything. It's I talked everything. about it in Gossip Gap. It's everything. I'm, we're going to, like, just that one line is everything. Yeah. That makes the whole album, that makes her whole journey. Yeah. That makes. It's so epic. Everything. Yeah. So I love this song so much. Mm-hmm. How about you? Daylight is in my top five Taylor songs of all time. Mm. And probably my top three. No, oh. I tend to love her album closers, at least half of them, <laughs> like as my favorite songs. Yeah. And there's just something about the journey and where you get to at the close of an album that it just really connects with me. Yeah. And this song is just so perfect and it's so perfect to sum up this era and to end this album. I find the song, like, when you listen to it, as you kind of said, it gives me the warm, comforting feeling that daylight would. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like you are stepping into that daylight and you're feeling it warm you. Yeah. And it's, like, just really beautiful and it's really meaningful to me because of that. Mm. I love the chorus. I don't want to look at anything else now that I saw you. I could never look away. I don't want to think of anything else now that I thought of you. Things will never be the same. Mm. I've been sleeping so long in a 20-year dark night. Now I'm wide awake and now I see daylight. Mm. Daylight. I love how, like, when you're so in love, all the turmoil and crap that like came before to get to there can sometimes no longer matter in the same way once you get to where you see daylight. Mm-hmm. Like you went through all of that and like it's in the past and mm. all you see now is daylight. And I just love that <laughs> so much. And then obviously, as you said, this bridge is epic. And really, really one of Taylor's best. For Taylor Swift to have had such a long career so far that she can reference herself and her own lyrics and how she used to view relationships versus how she views them now is like the coolest thing. And 
it's really beautiful having been a fan of hers for that whole time to get to see that growth and to get to see her go through it. Yeah. It's so epic that, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'll mention it in Gossip Gab, that she can reference how she felt about love when she was, say, 22 mm-hmm. versus now as a 29-year-old woman. Yeah. And where she is in the journey. And it's really relatable as you're going through your 20s, which are, you know, can be a very tumultuous time. Yeah. Just the fact that her career has already been so long that we've seen her worldview change in that way. Yeah. And you can just track her growth so directly. Absolutely. And I love it. I love it. So in the chorus, when you have the call and response thing there too, the things will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wide awake. It's just like this ever present voice. Like that's the daylight. Or yeah. Whatever, you know, and yeah. I love the build of this song and just how it grows and and into into a sunburst and yeah oh my god and the dropout at the end when she goes back into i've been sleeping in a 20 year dark night now i'm wide awake now i see daylight when it's completely out and Mm -hmm. you hear the you really hear the the response Mm -hmm. to it it's like very prominent her Mm -hmm. backup singer it's so good it's just it's so good and i mean it always makes me think of when flowers are growing like they grow towards the sun like they turn towards the sun Mm -hmm. this song i just feel like and thinking about daylight it just makes me like turn towards the sun and it just makes me feel joyful and happy (laughs) like when i hear this song i'm that flower (laughs) you you are the sunflower growing towards the sun yeah absolutely (laughs) So do you relate to this song? So this is going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. I do relate. It is wildly relatable Mm -hmm. for me. And I think for us. And I think for our relationship. Okay. I can understand how this song could not be relatable to people, especially if they aren't in that same place Mm -hmm. of having found the relationship that, you know, we have found that Taylor and Joe have. When I was younger and had different relationships and you you know the beginnings of a relationship are usually the physical attraction Mm. and that's usually just like infatuation and i'm attracted to how you look and i like your hair and i like your (laughs) eyes and it's very surface level Mm -hmm. that to me feels like red or burning red like Mm. that is the color that i get from infatuation lust Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that sort of thing when you get into a relationship and you pass that infatuation stage and you get to this place where for lack of a better word transcend into like real love Mm -hmm. like there's no clear delineation where and how and why that happens you just feel but you know Mm -hmm. like there's a Mm -hmm. moment where you look at that person and you're like oh my god (laughs) <laughs> like that is well, true yeah, love. Like that like, is it's like deeper or rawer or yeah, yeah. it's golden. Yes. <laughs> and and like you can't express how you feel because your just emotions are just too intense mm-hmm. and you get to wake up and see that other person's face and you just want to be with them all the time. And this song just captures that feeling just so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it literally Every single time I hear this song, I just think about you. Oh. Like, that's it. And, and, <laughs> and our love is, yeah. is golden. And that is reason number 5062 oh. of why this album is my favorite album <laughs> and why I relate to this album so much. Because, like, 
we are currently living the lover era. Like, I refuse to give that up. Like, I refuse to give up lover. Well, and how lucky we are that that's our situation. Exactly. It's really rare and it's really special. Yeah, and I totally understand there are a lot of people that, you know, haven't had that yet. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of our listeners are younger Mm -hmm. and maybe haven't found that person yet, but they're there. Yeah. And when it happens, it is literally, you'll be, you'll listen to this song again. And you'll hear it in a different way. Once you, once you're there and like you hear this song, you literally will like, you can't hear it any other way. Like it is golden. Yeah. Love is, oh, it's just. I love it. I, I'm like I'm I, I'm thinking that I'm just too gushy, <laughs> especially with all these lover songs in a row. I know so many. It's like cruel summer, Cornelia Street. We're getting yeah. to death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, like, but that is a little bit different. Le- le- that's different, you know. In daylight and all oh. these lover songs in a row. Sorry, everybody, about me getting all gushy no, and good. sentimental. I love it. What about you? How do you relate? If you do, I do. <laughs> Those who know me know that the color gold is very special to me. It has been for a while. I have an attachment to the color gold. Mm. <laughs> so when when I turned 24, it was actually my golden birthday, which what that means is that I turned 24 on the 24th yep. of September. That year on my birthday, which was 2005, tw- no, <laughs> How old am I? That year on my birthday, which was 2015, I wished for and like had this feeling that like I was going to find love that year. Mm-hmm. On my golden birthday, I was wearing a gold shirt. Oh. I asked my friends, everyone dr- wear something gold. Oh. And I did meet and start dating you during my 24th golden year. Yes, and you it did. happened. And it's like, it's like I manifested that. And it was like this special year plan in my head for me. And here we are. And I always viewed love and special things as golden. Like, that was just something so special to me. And I always thought that, like, we met during my golden year for a reason. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, a silly thing, but it's always just been something I felt. When Daylight came out on Lover, which is now what would have been at that point, like, three to four years into our relationship, Mm -hmm. I just felt so connected to Taylor. Yeah. As like we talk about how I just feel like so much of my life and like the phases I've been in have overlapped with Taylor's in a lot of ways. Just like her releasing this song, I was like, oh my God, yes, exactly. She gets it. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's exactly right. And how she continues to use gold and light to describe love is just so perfect. And I just so, so feel that. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. She's spot on here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's always just been really special to me. It'll be good for our listeners who haven't heard Red, the song Mm -hmm. Red, once we get to it, which is going to be in a while. Yeah. To then be able to come back to this one. Yeah. To hear the differences and like how she viewed love and the different relationships that she had to go through to get here, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and it's a journey. And I think that at that time when I finally, like you and I finally did meet, like I was fully prepped and had been through enough to be ready for my golden love. Oh. Yeah, I really do. I just think it all aligned exactly the way it was supposed to. And we'll get to this when we cover Invisible String. Because I do, I really, you know, one single thread of gold tied me to you. Yeah. I just feel it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love this song. I love gold. 
And now we get to the segment of... Gossip In a Spotify interview, Taylor said, I chose Daylight as the last song on the album because it recognizes past damage and pain, but shows that it doesn't have to define you. For me, the Reputation album seemed like nighttime. The Lover album feels completely sunlit. Yes, it does. It really does. Yes, it does. They're like yin and yang, Mm -hmm. the two albums. They're meant for each other. Yeah. And because she's coming out of the darkness into the daylight. Into the light. Taylor foreshadowed daylight. (laughs) In the piece she wrote for Elle magazine in March 2019, she wrote, I've come to a realization that I need to be able to forgive myself for making the wrong choice, trusting the wrong person, or figuratively falling on my face in front of everyone. Step into the daylight and let it go. Ooh. She just is giving us little little hints about it. Love it. You know, just a... I just love that idea of, you know, forgiving yourself and letting your past mistakes and faults, just let them go. Let me go. Fantastic. Let me go. (laughs) So as Devin and I have both referenced earlier in the podcast, (laughs) perhaps the best reference in a Taylor song ever, referencing herself, (laughs) is the line, (laughs) I once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden. Referring to Taylor's album titled Red that was released in 2012. I'm going to read part of the note Taylor included in the CD booklet for Red that seven years before Lover came out sets up Taylor's views on love and her tendency to assign colors and feelings to types of love. My experiences in love have taught me difficult lessons, especially my experiences with crazy love, the red relationships, the ones that went from zero to 100 miles per hour and then hit a wall and exploded, and it was awful and ridiculous and desperate and thrilling, and when the dust settled, it was something I'd never take back. Because there is something to be said for being young and needing someone so badly you jump in headfirst without looking. Mm -hmm. And there's something to be learned from waiting all day for a train that's never coming. Mm. And there's something to be proud of about moving on and realizing that real love shines golden like starlight and doesn't fade or spontaneously combust. Maybe I'll write a whole album about that kind of love if I ever find it. But this album is about the other kind of love that I've recently fallen in and out of. Love that was treacherous, sad, beautiful, tragic, but most of all, this record is about love that was red. Wow. So she wrote that in 2012. She's like, I'm going to write for red. And seven years later, she writes a whole album about golden love. She said, if I ever find it, like this prologue, it just makes me so emotional. She finally found the kind of love that she was always searching for. And she did write that album. Yes, she did. Lover is the album that Taylor always wanted to write Mm -hmm. and that Taylor was searching for and that Taylor wished one day she'd be able to write. And she could. And as a Taylor fan, it makes me so emotional and it makes me feel like really warm and happy for Taylor. And especially that like, you know, 22 year old Taylor could feel this way and that she can find that. And she did find that. And it's just really cool as someone who's been on the journey with her to see that. And also as someone who's grown up with her, to feel life shift in that way, too. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. And just to know that she's happy. I know. It's amazing. You know, she's gone through so much. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple lyrics in the song that point to Taylor's past, especially the tumultuous time leading up to the Reputation era. So here are a couple of them. Okay, okay. There are so many lines that I've crossed unforgiven oh. and... Luck of the draw only draws the unlucky, so I became the butt of the joke. I wounded the good, and I trusted the wicked. Clearing the air, I breathed in the smoke. Oh. So this is just, you know, it's really just 
referencing what she went through before getting into the time she's in now Mm -hmm. and how she felt and you know kind of how scarred she was from that experience Mm. but that she came out on the other side yeah so the next verse i'm gonna read i think points to joe and the start of their relationship that we explored in cruel summer and cornelia street previously how it kind of started touch and go and with fear and then how they both ultimately kind of go all in Mm. and like decide to leave that fear behind Mm -hmm. so maybe you ran with the wolves and refused to settle down maybe you have stormed out of every single room in this town throughout our cloaks and our daggers because it's morning now it's brighter now yeah The time of, like, fighting and deception that's present in the rep era and, like, the early times of their relationship is now gone. And now it's time for them to trust and move on from the pain of past betrayal. She brought a knife to a gunfight. Yes, exactly. You are the wolves. We are the foxes. Yes. (laughs) You're connecting all the dots. And then also... (laughs) The threat are cloaks and daggers because it's morning now line is also reminiscent to me from a line from Story of Us, which Devin loves that song. Big Story of Us, Stan. Where Taylor says, the battle's in your hands now, but I would lay my armor down if you'd say you'd rather love them fight. Yep. And it shows Taylor has always wanted a person or a reason to lay her armor down. She doesn't want to have to fight. She has, and she's been ready to fight, but learning that she could actually trust someone, like really, truly to her core, trust someone after her like lowest point, and that she can throw out her cloaks and her daggers, like is so amazing. And I'm just very happy for her that she's able to do that and feel that way. Uh. It's just, it's really cool. And then of course, as we know, Daylight is followed by a spoken piece by Taylor, which truly ends the album. Yes. So I'm just going to read that spoken piece. I see. I want to be defined by the things that I love, not the things I hate, not the things I'm afraid of. I'm I'm afraid afraid of. of. The things that haunt me in the middle of the night. I just think that you are what you love. And it's just, I think it's just like a nice, beautiful way to end the Lover album. And I'm sure it means a lot to Taylor. And just for her to be able to move past everything she feared and just to, like, give in to what she loves and to be able to feel that way and, like, create her world surrounded by just those things, Mm. I think is really cool. You are what you love. Yes. This positivity of the lover era, I hope we get to tap into it and feel it again. Like, obviously, things got so weird because of COVID and Folklore and Evermore were there for us and, like, they were perfect for pandemic times so good and i hope as we like start to come out of that hopefully sometime soon we can like embrace still that feeling from the lover era as well yeah i I don't know when that'll be i Mm. think that she'll definitely give it its time as we said it was her first album that she recorded that was all hers yeah you know and so it's an incredibly important album to her and it's also the album that has all of this on Mm. it that we're talking about you know and all like her and joe's story yeah and so it's an incredibly personal and strong and heartfelt album that i don't think that she's just gonna like let it go no i don't think so either and also like i want to see folklore and evermore perform sure too oh yeah and taylor's version songs i would go to a 24 hour yes festival like i would not sleep for taylor <laughs> like if, to see these songs if she, did, <laughs> if she did a festival where she just played her music like for yeah 24 hours mm-hmm. straight i think everybody would uh, yeah i that. think all swifties would be down <laughs> like to hear all of her music performed live again like please It'd just be amazing please yeah 
And I know we'll get there. Yeah. And until then, we've got so many Taylor's versions probably coming. Coming up. Which is just so exciting. The most exciting. So, Devin, what is your favorite line in Daylight? Well, you know, this is is, is a doozy because we've said it so many times, but it is. So the bridge, like the bridge is just all of it. But that line, I Mm -hmm. once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden. It's It's, gorgeous. I have praised Taylor for how succinct she has been in the Mm -hmm. past and how she can just create images out of the least amount of words. Mm -hmm. And can create incredible images. And this is like, this is it. And it's, I think, the most relatable line for me mm-hmm. as well in mm-hmm. the whole song. For me too, love used to be red. Mm-hmm. Love used to be just kind of like, wow, you're kind of cute. Want to go out? Sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have I have spoken ad nauseum about my dating habits in the past. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they aren't the greatest. <laughs> no. <laughs> so when, the, you know, when we met, I was ready yeah. for, that, for that golden love too, like you said. Yeah. How about you? What is your favorite line? So my favorite line is, you got to step into the daylight and let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. Mm. I love that mentality. That's Elsa's favorite line too, right? (laughs) I did not even put that together. Really? That is so funny. Yeah, I think that's that's her favorite line. Great, great. Catch Dad. Yeah, it thank is. You. I believe so. Crossover. That's so funny. That must be why I loved that song so much too, <laughs> and why I loved Frozen so much. I love the mentality of just leave the pain behind, yeah. step into the daylight, let the past go. It's a fantastic message, and it's just beautiful. And like you know, as someone who struggles with anxiety, it's a really important thing to hold on to. That like let it go. Like that's in the past. Let that go. Don't let it control. Your daily life, your present. And it's just, it's really special. This song, I mean, I just instantly connected and loved this song. And I could listen to it at any time. Definitely easier said than done with letting it go. Of course. But it's nice to have this song kind of as a mantra. Yeah. To feel that, you know, and to think of like... Taylor's allowing me to let it go. <laughs> yeah, and Elsa too. And Elsa, both of them. Yeah, and I mean, it makes me both think really of- Both really strong blondes. Yes. It makes me think of the serenity prayer, which is yeah. ultimately like my personal mantra that I chose to help me with my anxiety, which is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm. And that, so that's like my personal anxiety mantra that I chose that just helps me- and that real key thing is that wisdom to know the difference is knowing what to let go and keep in the past. Yeah. This song's everything to me. And you know what we're not letting go, though? This album. Never. Ever. I'm never letting Lover go. <laughs> I think, though, because of you and I and, like, how you almost became a Swifty with this album. I think I did. I think it will always... Almost became well, you a Swifty. Well, you were on the way there already. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm not, like, I'm not discrediting your love of 1989 that had come before. Thank you. You're welcome. But I think it'll always be a special album for us because of that reason definitely so devin on a rating from one to ten thrown out cloaks and daggers Ooh, what would you give daylight oh that's a cool rating you wrote it no i thought you did i think you wrote it you wrote all of the d's i think you wrote all the d's and i wrote everything that comes after no i wrote all the c's oh you're right okay so it's me you're the d's and e's thank you you're welcome i'm obviously going to give this 10 mm-hmm. it is on my top 20 mm-hmm. i think it's number seven i think the most current is number seven mm-hmm. and who knows it can just keep going up and up and up yeah it's it's a gem i mean it's just 
anybody who sleeps on this song needs to wake up it's because morning it's now. morning now. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some daylight out there. Yeah. So give this song another listen. It's one that is just... And if you're not ready for it, it's okay. It's okay. But listen to it when you find that golden love. You'll get it. Like put it in like a little lockbox. Yeah. For that day. Yeah. What about you? How many thrown out cloaks and daggers would you give this song? It will come as no surprise that I give this song 10 thrown out cloaks and daggers. Of course. Throw them all out. It's time to trust and give in to love. <laughs> and I do have fully. And I love it. It's really, I mean, truly, you, after being someone who was distrustful in the past or who had trust broken, there's no way to really explain how amazing it is when you can just trust someone implicitly which is how I feel with you. Like, it is just, like, the most reassuring, calming, beautiful feeling to just feel that way and feel that connected to someone. Hmm. It's really cool. It's pretty cool. So. And it takes work. Yeah. Of course. Like, you know. And communication. Yeah. The beginning of a relationship, we had to to work through through some of those trust things. Yeah. And so, like, getting to this place now that we're at, like, it's pretty freaking cool. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. All the feels. This song gives all the feels. All of them. Keep listening along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all of your thoughts. Do you love this song? Mm-hmm. Are you kind of meh on this song? Mm-hmm. Are you glad it's an album closer? Mm. Were you at City of Lover? Uh. How many thrown out cloaks and daggers would you give this song? How many? Let us know all your thoughts. We love to hear them. We love hearing from you guys. Keep it up. Also, be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And if you get a chance, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will really, really help us find other Swifties. Absolutely. Next episode, we'll be covering another track five. (gasps) Dear John from Speak Now. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata C. Thanks for listening. See you next time.